0: Down the stretch they come. We're in our last block on a Friday. I am nervous for all of us right now. I have no idea where this is going. I like the segment. It's the zero prep segment.
1: Just, Just hand the ball to bunk.
2: Rude. (laughs) (laughs) Prep for me. (laughs) You're just like, ah, this is the Friday mail in. Like, uh, we just have a little nap. I could hear how excited Kipper was. You guys played that metal music, and he was like, Focus is going to do all the talking, and I'll just sit back here and get ready for a little Buddha. Let's go.
0: (laughs) He's got a little Buddha going. Yeah. So
2: you've had all I'm still waiting on my free shipments. That's all I know. I'm still waiting on a case. Hey, we're just thrilled you
0: didn't sleep in.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to hey, get mentioned. I actually, I actually fell asleep. I set, like, 44 alarms. Like, you'd think I was on the watch for something, like, really important. Like, I'm in a foxhole. I was ready today.
0: I will tell you how good the Leafs have been. You're on their bandwagon right now. That's yeah. how good they are. And yeah, I didn't like, think you'd believe again, and, ever. And, and now you're just telling your morning show... Just enjoy it. Just, just soak so, it all in.
2: I can't help it. Here's the thing. I one is I can't help myself. Like I, I I'm, I disgust myself, and it's true. Like I, I know, I know I am. But I swear I'm not this person. Usually I have more doubt about the team. Normally I have more flaws. Like I have one nit to pick with you guys today. That's it. I just, I look at this team right now, and you guys know it. You've been watching, playing hockey for your entire lives. Like, you can tell when a team is good. And this is, I hate saying it like this way, but in terms of the cap era, no doubt about it. This is the least fraudulent team we've ever seen. Like, this is not the 18 wheeler, this isn't like PDO creation. This is just a well balanced team that's got really good players who are entering their primes, they're balanced, and now sort of the last piece that everyone was fighting over, which was goaltending over the last couple of years, did they have elite goaltending? Did they not have elite goaltending? I think they did for stretches. They never had it like this where it's just consistent. Jack Campbell, like you go back to last season and it felt a little fluky, right? He was playing so well, he went on that winning streak and you went, okay, but... How much of this is North Division? How much of this is just a guy getting hot at the right time? Now he's doing it this year, too. And, like, I I did a post for Instagram. I think he's been their best player this year. Like, I don't even know what the counter to that would be. Maybe Tavares, Marner for stretches, Nealander for stretches, but nobody's been that for the entire time. It's been Jack Campbell. And I'm looking at it, and I'm saying, well, if a really good team that is playing as responsibly as they do, as hard as they do, seems to be maturing the way that they're maturing has maybe, what, a top three goaltender? Like, he's absolutely, if we do a quarter mark uh, review show or, sorry, quarter mark award show, he's absolutely in the Vesna conversation. He might even win the damn thing. He's, so he's, He gets like, votes for that? MVP. Yeah.
0: I, right, that's what I'm saying. Dreisaitl, and, McDavid. Like, it just doesn't
2: feel fake.
0: MVP votes, top five, guaranteed right now, if you took a, exactly. if you took a vote. I will say, this is some of my, That's like, it. more cynical people here. So, J.D., I mean, you're in. You're in all the way. That's so, great. So, you're not nervous that, How could you not be? Well, no, you're, you're not nervous about... Uh, uh, we are in the here and now with this team. There's just... There's no time to be nervous yeah. that he may leave after the season's over.
2: So I, here's the thing. After last year, <laughs> well, did, this you see, is the did you beauty. hear that energy drop. I feel drop. like you can't hurt me anymore. No, <laughs> no, but it's just like it anymore. can't be hurt anymore because because I. So my best friends from university are Habs friends, and I was laying. in into boys when the Leafs are up 3-1. Like, if you released my text messages from Leafs up 3-1, I think I'd actually have to get fired from the fan because everyone would blame me for the collapse. <laughs> it's 100% the truth. I was belligerent to a just unacceptable degree. I actually think that one friendship will like never recover. Like It was that <laughs> bad. And, and, and they lost. They lost to the Habs. They built up all this equity with me. I really thought that it was like this two-cup season potential where they could win the North Division. That's essentially a cup where you have it over Canadian hockey fans forever. You go, we dominated you for an entire season and then we beat you guys in the playoffs. And then if they would have gone on to win in a cup. It was like the the opposite of an asterisk cup. And then they blew a three-one lead to the worst team possible, and who fired their GM the next year because they're so bad. Montreal's such a fraudulent team that they couldn't even last a couple of weeks into the next year. Okay, I've already hit rock bottom. That's a part of this. Is like I feel as though I almost there's a freeing effect of even if they lose this year, it can never hurt as bad as that last one. And so it's almost like I don't care. I'm I'm like in the movie where the guy has like a terminal disease. And he's like, ah, I'm just gonna go and and kill everybody and be a you know superhero. That's who I am right now with the tanks. Like you can't hurt me. It's over.
0: Sammy, can you explain to your friend it's the Leafs and yes, they can still hurt you. I'm not sure they can find nope. more heartbreaking ways than they did last year. Tell, I don't know if it can be worse. Doesn't it nope. start with
1: this so, though? With you bringing everyone back first to get hurt again? Isn't yes. that step one? It's part of the lure.
2: So Yeah, JD, but that's it. Is if, if they lose, I'm like, whatever. Okay. I just hate them anyway. Tell <laughs> like, me I'm though, just, I'm already broken. I'm a shattered man.
0: Tell me though, how much joy do you get out of this? Derek, can you tee up for me? Jeff Gordon speaking French? Can you can you do that for JD? <laughs> oh no. You gotta uh, listen no. to this. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. it's, really it's gotta be okay. it's gotta be music to your heart.
2: Bonjour. A tous. C'est avec Vecou, de fierté que j'ai accepté le rôle de vice president
3: des operations, hockey
2: avec les Canadiens de Montreal. La plus grande franchise, Uh, dance, uh, la histoire du hockey avec les (laughs) bouts de la coupe.
0: Come on, like that has to help you get over your broken heart. When it's that bad in yeah. Montreal.
2: Okay, so there's, there's there's a couple things here. One, that's 100% me drunk in the back of a cab in Montreal <laughs> getting picked up from the peelers. Well, I'm like, bonjour, uh, <laughs> And he's like, just speak English, buddy, please, for the love of God, just don't try to talk French to me. Like, that's uh, so most relatable thing ever for any English guy that's yes. ever gone to Quebec who took, like, grade 9 French. Number two is the best part of that, like, this is why – Montreal, Quebec, all of it, the worst. Because that guy's making an effort. He's just going out there. He's like, God, it's going to be embarrassing, but I'll do my best. And he tries, and not one person from Montreal is like, hey, man, thanks for trying. They're all like, you second crap. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, none, none, none of them respect the effort. So brutal. This guy's losing on all fronts. Ouch. That's a toughie. No, Should have stayed at NHL uh, Network. I, Jeff.
0: I, I think it's, he's winning. I do. I think by going in <laughs> okay. there and just saying, I, they're not firing me tomorrow. So Lucky deal with it.
2: Yeah, I guess it, it
1: reminds me like when my son brings home a drawing and we're like, this is amazing. You did
0: so good. I hope that was okay. <laughs> just to
2: encourage him to
1: try further.
2: That's the point. Yeah. Uh, poor Charles just on blast right there. He He's a straight he Didn't gone. know he was going to take it. No so
0: are, were you one of those that, uh, uh, we're hoping for a better fight out of a Colorado team, and maybe Minnesota could give them a better test Saturday so night.
2: Where I'm at, like, this is where I'm at with it though. Is like, I just think they're good, and they're not going to win. What is it? Like, I keep losing track now because the number is ridiculous. It's like what, fifteen to, 15 17, to seventeen, or thirteen to fifteen, yeah. or. 15 to 17, right? Okay, so this is obviously unsustainable, although it's hilarious because that's unsustainable, but they're, like, PDO and shot luck and just, like, the averages of, like, the bounces that you can quantify in hockey to a degree. I think you always take that stuff with a bit of a grain of salt, but, like, they're actually kind of unlucky right now, which leads me to wonder how good they could possibly be or if this can continue to a certain degree. I – the Colorado thing – um, there's a couple factors, right? Where you go, okay, well they have their backup goalie in that. He broke their backs in that second period when he let in yeah. that fourth goal. You went, Oh man, that's that's a beyond bad goal. Like and, and you could just feel it. Like immediately after the Leafs just swarmed him. But that's where I kind of feel like Toronto, again, is a bit different because Jack made a ton of saves. He made a ton of saves. He let them get their footing. And then as soon as they got their chance to kind of pounce in that game, they all did it. They they all got back into it. And I, and I wondered if teams of the past would have had that same maturity level, that same ability to kind of pounce on a team when they did get vulnerable. So I, I don't know. Like, yeah, do I want to see more tests? Of course. But I kind of am at this point now where I think we all are, where we're looking at it and going – man, there really just only kind of feels like you can go down. Like, that we're going to look at this team through now the prism of this group that's just been dominating and everyone's clicking on all cylinders and the top four is mostly going. Like, uh, can I pick up my nit now, actually? Because I have (laughs) one thing that I I have been bothered by, and I was bothered by it again in that Colorado game. What do you got? What do you got? Go
1: ahead. Number three. So,
2: it's kind of an easy target, yeah. Is it three? Is well, he going to say go three? did you say,
1: more? We're, we're just predicting what the. Yeah, the, the, yeah the, it is. Is
0: it three? <laughs> number three is it, it is Hall? three yeah. but
2: yeah okay but that's the thing is everybody keeps so our show i, I kept asking people like hey what's it going to get you to really buy in and the last people in the hey uh i'm not buying in until they have a more playoff ready blue line and i go hey that that's obviously the number one criticism right now so i think it's two things it's marner so important to this team and he's been the ultimate choker for them and kipper i know you hate to hear that i know you're marner fan club number one but he's the engine when they're at their best and he's been at his worst the last like two and a half playoff series and I think that's a huge part of it like no I don't know how many guys get pulled aside by their GM how bad they're going in a playoff series to be like hey are you okay that's how bad he was last year so he's number one everything he does in the regular season it's awesome but he's the number one question mark for the playoffs but number two is is the blue line going to be tough enough and we keep doing this thing of like Sandine and Lilligren, Sandine and Dermott and I go okay yeah that's not ideal probably for a playoff series but the upgrade has to be moving Hall and trying to find somebody next to Muzzin, right? Like, trying to find that defenseman who can eat up close to 20 minutes and maybe elevate Jake and give him a bit of a blow because he wears down come playoff time, and having somebody that could maybe pick him up a little, I know that's not what you want to hear for a guy that's almost making six million bucks, but I really do think it's the thing that they need. Like, it's not, we keep looking at it like it's the Bogosian thing, right? They need the dude who can just come in and kill penalties and play like 12 minutes. I, I actually think they need the 20-minute blue liner, and, and that's the one that, like, that's the major target.
0: Paul is that guy at $2 million, so you 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 got a cap crunch. We talked about it with Mrazek coming yeah. in as early as next week. They have to lose money. How are you gonna get rid of Hall and his two million dollars and bring back somebody that can play twenty minutes under two million dollars? They they're yeah. really painted into a corner. It's easier said than done here.
2: Yeah, that's like that's sort of where you look at the Nick Ritchie contract, right? And go, Boy, wish we didn't do this one.
0: Or Morazik at three eight it was a
2: do you yeah. think
1: there's a possibility that Marazic comes back and they say, Listen, it's not about you or anything. It just doesn't work with our salary cap, like and then they try to find a cheaper yes. backup goalie? you do
0: i I, the, I think there's a, a there is a possibility that they could put him on waivers, but you're only going to save Oof. I think a million dollars one point two if you bury him if you bury him, you only get one point two. You still got to suck up two and a half million dollars on your cap, but it could help. No, yeah. uh, not not chase away another but then body. What, you play Joseph Wool as your backup for now. I, I was actually going to say yeah, to JD, I'll like, how
1: much are you going to be mad at the GM if Joseph Wool is the best third string option for this guy? You feel like you can't play him. You play Campbell into the ground, and then you talk yourself into this team. You're talking about how good Campbell is, and all of a sudden he's not available when you need him most at the end of the year because you didn't have a viable third guy all season.
2: Yeah, I. I can't have that. Honestly, that's that's where now all of a sudden there's a roadmap to me watching Michael Hutchinson in a, in a playoff game. <laughs> I just can't have that. There's pain. Like, I I just can't have that in my life. I can't have that stress. So here's what I would say about that is, okay, everybody at the time sort of went really that much for Mirazik, hey? Like that much. And it felt like. Maybe they were trying to get a little too cute with the Jack Campbell thing. Like, what what happened there, you figure? Do you think that they just have the medicals on Jack and they worried about him staying healthy? That they wanted him to be fresh? Because they did give Morazic term, right? This wasn't like a one-year goalie that they gave Actually, He got term, he got cash, he got all of it. And I've been praising Dubas this year because he's kind of nailed it. He got Kasha, he got Camp, and Camp was a number one. Like, who the hell is this guy? And then he's turned out to be someone I love watching every night. Like, all of his plays have essentially been working outside of Richie, and that's the one that's getting a ton of attention. Then number two is getting Hall and protecting him over McCann. But Kipper, you just put it out there like – how are you going to replace $2 million worth of defensemen? Like, that's kind of what a $2 million defenseman is when you play him up the lineup. Mrazek mm-hmm. is sort of the one where now you look at it, and you ha- no one talks about it because he hasn't even been with the team. He's been hurt. And the team's been good, and Jack's been so great. But then you look at it and go, damn, all that surplus value that you were getting in the Jack Campbell contract that's helping this team so much right now, you punted it. You punted all of it with the Mrazic signing, who's also a Band-Aid, who also comes with playoff question marks. Like, he's not even that veteran stud who plays a ton of games and you know you can get a good, like, reliable thing out of it. He's sort of a roller coaster that you had with Freddie Anderson. They, and they, that's a tough signing now. Like, they, that's really, really tough.
0: They never envisioned one guy running it like they like Jack did. And it, yeah. was, it was a forced. Trust me, if... If he would have stayed healthy, Marazic, there's just no way Jack would have had a chance to run the table like he has. Yeah. And the worst-case scenario, they thought, was that at one point, somebody could take the net and, and run with it in the playoffs, much like in Dallas with uh, Hudobin. And Hudobin took mm-hmm. Dallas to a Stanley Cup final two years ago, and they ended up paying him 3-5. Uh-huh. And that's what they thought that even if Jack came in with a strong year, that, that you could probably lock him in for a total for your goaltenders in the next few years, $8 million. And now it's closer to $10 million with where Jack's headed. So, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. They're just going to they're gonna have to manage it and balance it the best they can.
2: But Kipper, did, did they do this? Like, do you think that Mrazic got all that money? because of like a load management thing or do you think that they had medicals on Jack because this is like this would be the big factor in terms of like trading him right i would go well what's really changed like what changed in terms of the equation of so they had of this team for you guys they
0: had me- medicals on jack but they didn't do medicals on mirazic that yeah. guy's was hurt as bad as anybody the last few years it's uh it's just a miscalculation i think Oof. in heis- hindsight's 2020 20, we all know that all yeah. right listen you you need to go back to sleep and get ready for a big weekend. You need to go to the LCBO, load up a little Buddha cocktail.
2: Yeah, that's actually I get them, I get them delivered now. That's oh
0: no I way. Guess.
2: Sometimes, yeah. Like, sometimes I get uh, – like, on a day like today where I'm – like, the, I just wear down throughout the weeks, boys. Like, everyone thinks <laughs> Mondays is hard. It's like, no, Fridays is the one where you get to the end and you're like, all right, don't nobody talk to me. That's you sleep through Real Kipper and Born hits. <laughs> you, get right. a little, you get a little delivery, a little dial-a-bottle, it's worth every freaking penny of not having to get Bunk- out of the apartment. Bunker, Done.
3: Bunker you're going to tell them how much you spent on a 2-4 of uh, local beverages from a local uh, –
0: from a local brewery, it's
2: worth it. I'll even shout him out. I love Henderson's yeah. brewery; it's so good. But I like hundred, a on, hundred bucks, you, you, hundred bucks. You, you're cheating <laughs> on little Buddha. You think I can only drink one thing, Kipper? Like, come on, buddy. I like it, but like, I can't all be right. tied down to one thing. You know, like I'm, I'm uh, a tiny. polygamist when it comes to alcohol. Like, I want, <laughs> I want it all. I gotta have a little wine one night. I gotta have a little Buddha one night. I gotta have a little bit of a Henderson's. The a hundred dollar uh, two for. $100, two, four. Yeah, it was a little, That's a heavy. little much. Enjoy your weekend. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Enjoy Leafs, Minnesota, Saturday night. Absolutely. JD boys. Bunk Thanks is from me. The Morning Show. Thank Thanks, you very Punk. much. Let's... All right. God, I just won't shut up sometimes, eh? <laughs> Seriously. That's good. Good, Love that. Talk a pit bull off a meat wagon.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> brings, the, brings the energy. All right, where are we going? All right. Oh no, I was gonna no, I was gonna say well, don't you have something to
0: read? Yes, I do. These are uh ratings and reviews, which we encourage everybody to do. Um this one is titled Always Great. It's um starts off by saying Born and Kipper are knowledgeable and work great off each other. The cherry on the uh, on the show <laughs> oh, no. is Sammy. Oh. It's entertaining to hear a true Leaf fan take grief from the always salty Kipper. Wow. I
1: think we start calling Sammy the Cherry. It's a a cool nickname. Hey, bless knowledge. (laughs) No, that's a bad nickname. That
0: sounds like your fiance. Oh, that's sweet. Sammy. Uh, Yeah, maybe that was a plant. Maybe that was me. (laughs) Okay, this one's another one here. I said we are going to mix it up here. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, I gave this show a real shot. I listened to half a dozen <laughs> hockey podcasts and added this to the rotation for a month. Justin and producer Sammy do everything they can to elevate the conversation. <laughs> and time and time again, Kiprioles just drags it down into that knuckle dragon, Neanderthal raging old uncle at a family dinner. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's flax. I mean, that's a They're just me. <laughs> Relax. What was that movie? Uh, <laughs> what was that movie, uh, Elephant Man? Never seen like, it. It's like, I'm not an animal. <laughs> I'm a human being. <laughs> that's, a, that's like what the line I got to give this person. Uh, I got one here
3: for you.
1: I hope they're listening still. Here's
3: a better review. Here's a rating.
1: Go ahead.
3: You're all dorks and hockey is lame from Eddie in Toronto.
1: Oh, can you imagine taking the time?
3: I mean, you're listening. You're listening, pal. So, oh, God, that's a good one. Um, As a French, oh, here we go. As a French-Canadian a hardcore Habs fan, that last segment with JD was hilarious. I love the Chirps boys. Just moved to T.O. So you guys are my go-to sports show. Love the show, even though I despise the Leafs from Listens Thomas. As a Habs
1: fan, we, we cannot go. have 1% of our listeners no. as Habs fans. So there you go. This, we this, welcome you. This is
0: how bad the Habs are. thats it, They're isn't it? They're coming over Ooh. to the dark side.
1: Should we be nicer? Should we embrace them? I like Gordon. I, I do. Actually, yeah, great hire.
0: I think it's refreshing. It's a change. He's going to come in with an open mind. La histoire <laughs> du hockey. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Do you know what he said? He said uh, uh, he's he's going to try to take up French, I guess. I'm paraphrasing. But he said, listen, I, I took up golf 30 years ago, and I stink at it. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, make, listen, I appreciate that. He, he ain't getting any better at French, I can tell you that. i I, I, I always hope that was okay (laughs) (laughs) and and he is smart enough not to poo-poo uh patrick wah
1: yes oh man no you got to be careful that's a you're dealing with a real cultural behemoth there the canadians and
0: uh, going out for a lunch or a beer or having a conversation with them why wouldn't you with wa? Yes. Yeah, no, you got it. He can't skip over without having keep, that conversation. Keep the door open in his I, brain. He he will not go in my opinion with any experience. It okay. is best that he picks somebody that he can groom in the next few years.
1: I wonder if he could hire wa for a role where wa couldn't ruin his life. You know, like, if he makes Waugh the GM and, and Waugh disagrees and wants to do something else, he's in a real position to mess things up. Mm-hmm. You know, like and you want Patrick Waugh involved because they're the Canadians. And, he's Patrick Waugh. but
0: while he may take his time on a lot of things, there, there should be a sense of urgency on, on what to do with Carey Price.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be very high on the priority list for them.
0: Very yeah. high, and we talked about that. He's got yep, to get yesterday. playing before he can do anything. Yeah, no, he's got to get healthy, and he's he's. They're working on it. There's and still and some issues with the knee. knees. Yeah, still still issues with his knee. So if he can look after that and get a couple of games in, we know he'll be added to the Canadian Olympic team. You know, God willing, tournaments on, and everybody feels safe enough to go over there.
1: I Feel a little skeptical today, but,
0: <laughs> uh, and then you've got to make decisions here on. What Kerry wants, what you want, if you can bring the salary down, can it entice people to trade for him at seven and a half million, maybe? Colorado? God, can you imagine if there's another scenario, aka Patrick Wada, Colorado, yeah. Kerry Price goes to auto, or Colorado? Can't see. You can't see that? No,
1: just salary cap wise, but boy, sure be fun, wouldn't it? Well, find a way. I, I don't
0: think it's that. Out of All right. question, you know
1: more than I do. No, I know Jack, <laughs> <laughs> um, Sammy texting uh, tweets. Here's one that
3: you know is actually an interesting question that we haven't talked about this guy's name very much. He's been playing for it, great for the Marlies, so I just want to bring it up. It says, "Hey boys, I listen to the show most days when work allows. Thanks very much. Uh, what do you think the plan is for Josh Hosang? Could we see him tried out in a top six before the season ends?" Matt from Collingwood.
1: I'll say yes. It's not impossible that he could get some run depending on injury. My my thought on Hossein is it's like Galchenyuk to me. Like, you know, with Galchenyuk having a, a higher ceiling for a guy where you don't want him in your bottom six. He's not effective with, unless he's with guys he can play, you know, unless he's playing with skilled guys on offense, making plays. And obviously not a ton of room in the Leafs' top six. And then from there, it's like, I don't think he's as good as Galchenyuk. And if you look at the performance you got from 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 him last year, from Galchenyuk, the well, numbers weren't that great, man. Everyone got really excited about it. Numbers weren't that great. You know, obviously the pizza and playoffs. But it's funny. You think back to the pizza, but the game – was it the game –
3: yeah, or, yeah, yeah. He, or was, yeah, he a had a goal and an assist. Or... That one pass that was just filthy. He scored the empty netter to make them go up three-one, and no everyone's it was. like, "Oh my like God.
1: No expectations. Yes. Everything was gravy, and we and people got really excited. But like got oh, a little
3: too trust in the name.
1: Yeah, a little bit too too much trust. And then I, I see Jose as something similar to that, is pretty one-dimensional and maybe a slight a worse version.
0: Well, of let's it. face it. If Mitch Marner ever gets hurt, that'd probably be the first guy you would think that would get an opportunity to go in and. And fill a void. Yes, I'm going to go in that, and that skills, dish. And- yeah, that, that's that, that's a good call. That that skill's high enough. Mm-hmm. That that's a that's a he is a Mitch Marner insurance policy, and you're not even sure if he can go in there and, and and do that job temporarily. But and it's not like the guy's got no NHL games. He's played. You know, when you talk about skill of that magnitude, there's there's few guys in that organization. But he just may be a career minor leaguer who mm-hmm. can. Come up every once in a while, fill a void, and then go back down.
1: Reminds me of like Seth Griffith, guy who's like lighting up the American League all the time, and he
0: comes up and just not. Shower curtain guy, right? I don't
1: know what that means. Shower
0: curtain guy? Planes, trains, and automobiles. (laughs) You (laughs) never saw that movie? (laughs) Oh, that's Del Griffith. Sure, man. <laughs> That's a great movie. Don't tell me you haven't seen that movie.
1: I have seen that movie, but it's, sure, it's it was been a t- lot of I, I years. I watched it
3: on TV within the last two months. I was just on an afternoon. I was dozing. I got too much time on my hands. But the scene... Classic John It's an incredible voice. movie. It's Legend. one of the best of all time in terms of comedy uh, and him. It's an amazing movie. But the one scene doesn't really play on TV too well. There's one scene where, you know, Steve Martin goes in and he... Absolutely tears a. a uh, Trying to get a rental car. Yeah, yeah, I'm, and like it's just all swearing and on on whatever channel was a peach tree. I don't think that's a thing anymore. TBS or whatever. It's just all them putting in words like that aren't swears. Really? And oh, it was so
1: terrible. That's awkward. Yeah.
0: Oh, and he tells the cop, you know, is this uh, is this car safe? Yeah, yeah. Funny, the radio just works fine. It's, <laughs> it's great. Clears the bell.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. Um, this is an interesting question. It's probably more for me. But, Should we leave? Can we go get a coffee? How, how much would you personally pay for tickets to a cup-clinching game at Scotiabank Arena? These seats will be visible on TV. I would re- refinance a few things for sure. That's from a regular texter, SJ in
1: North York. Tough, in, tough in, ask of Kipper in 19, and I,
0: I think. In 1994, uh, we had Game 5 and Game 7 in the $10,000 range.
1: That's what they were. Yeah. So, when the Kings played the Rangers in the cup final, um I got a friend who has seats on the glass at Madison Square Garden and face he, value were or- No, not face value, but he was reselling them for uh between 10 to 15 grand a seat. So that Ooh. you you're looking at that here. Oh, I'd say more. And and those yeah. those
0: would have been those would have been uh face value probably around 2500 bucks, 3000. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Like so, no. here we are. The Leafs hot as a firecracker Wednesday night against Colorado, and believe it or not, uh, just prior before the game, you could go on uh, the internet and, and pick up tickets for under 200 bucks in platinum. Sammy, did really? you know
3: that? No, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Did it's, Allie know that? No, I don't tell her. Yeah. <laughs> you, if
3: yeah she listens to the no? show, so we got uh, to <laughs> go in delay here. If, uh, <laughs> you know,
0: that's, that's real, true, fair uh, market value, right? Yeah. And it's still hard. It's still hard tickets. for people to 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 drum up the the money for for tickets, and that's a weekday though. it's a little tougher uh, during the week than it is on the weekends to to get tickets. But you know as hot as the Leafs are, it tells you how still fickle the market is. So mm-hmm. Sammy, next time you want to go to a game, you just got to wait at the very last minute go on the internet. okay And uh, I
1: don't think I'd ever buy a hockey ticket.
0: You know, on outside.
1: the internet? No, ever. Like, like I'd go like to a, a Marley's game. Yeah, like I just don't. Uh, you know, like you, I get to go to enough hockey games. I have to a, see I have a
3: games. piece of laminated plastic that can get me into literally every single uh, hockey yes, game. Yes, I also so, carry that. Yeah. Just so I mean, it's. it's and then why you I'm just thinking.
0: put your fiance <laughs> under your
3: shirt? No, I'll, or bring, I'll, I'll bring her to the press box <laughs> and she can sit amongst all the 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 hunky. You should see feet. me
1: get Allie's face on mine. You, you just have mine.
3: <laughs> um. So this is from Jason in Dig Digging the show. Especially the guests, so... uh, uh Sorry, guys. Quality stuff. It says, it's Ozzy Osbourne's birthday today. The Prince of Darkness turned 73. Kipper, you played at NYC. Ever cross paths with any musical stars or entertainer when they come through MSG? That's
0: a well-formed question. Uh, Really great background. Thank you. I shot pool with uh, Hootie and the Blowfish, uh, Darius. Yeah. Did you mean Madonna? No, but I heard Madonna stories. (laughs) Yeah. we will save that one for a real from born after dark. Oh my god. There was an off day uh at the practice rink and uh you know there's just like hardly anybody. And <laughs> Dick Todd was our assistant coach in the in the medical room, the change room and out comes out of the sauna like a supermodel. Who was it? Oh, I don't want to yeah. say. It. I don't want to say. And uh, it was like, uh, sorry, we—we, we <laughs> it was her and uh, and another player who okay. thought they had the place to themselves. <laughs> oh my! <God. laughs> Quite the off day. What wow. That's why when someone asks Austin Matthews what he's doing with his day off, he says it's none of your business. None of your,
3: business. <laughs> 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 none of your
1: damn business. Just don't
3: be poking around the sauna. That's all. I want to. Uh, that's New do? York, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this one to me is. It seems like an obvious question, but I don't necessarily think it is. But I want to ask you, how important is it for the Leafs to finish first in the division so they avoid Tampa or the Panthers in the first round, Daniel from Toronto? They're going to have to beat good teams to go to the... Like, does it really matter uh, that
1: much? I, I hate that takes. Well, I hate it. I hate it when people are like, yeah, it doesn't matter. You got to beat good teams anyway. No, you got to... If you get an easier team in the first round, let the good teams beat each other and get worn down so a little bit. So you say
0: it's very important. I think
1: it's super important.
0: Kip. I... I got to think that if the Leafs have as strong as a regular season as we've seen so far, then bring it on, anybody. In fact, I hate that. I, I would think that they'd be disappointed if Boston misses the playoffs. They would love to take. Imagine one more being crack, more wrong than you just one were. more crack <laughs> at just beating the crap out of the Boston Bruins right uh, now. There's something to that. You know, I I agree with that. The old uh, capital yes, we slaying the penguins dragon. We, we were we in, in ninety four Nonsens- nonsense. We were first place overall, and yet we could not win in the island. I told I, I mentioned this to you. We the the organization had maybe six or seven years where they had not won in the island, and all we could think about is we don't care first place or no first place. We gotta we we gotta slay this dragon right here right now. And That's- we beat the Islanders, and to me, that had a bigger psychological effect on us than any game that we played during the regular season, and we were in first place overall. I believe
1: that a hundred percent
0: I believe that it made it a was huge almost, difference for It your was team. huge, yeah, going in there and fighting off those ghosts
1: that would and I get why Washington beating Pittsburgh probably a lot of the same thing, but like I think of Montreal last season. Montreal gets past Toronto in a miracle series. You never know what can happen, and all of a sudden they're left with like the ghost of the Winnipeg Jets. Mm -hmm. Who did the 2017 Penguins beat in the second round? Any idea? No, you don't know. Well, no, they. Who the you know pick a team and pick a early round. You just got to win a Stanley Cup. It doesn't matter who you beat. Is my point.
3: I can guarantee you that for a lot of you know uh, Washington Capitals fans, that you know overtime goal Kuznetsov beats Matt Murray on the breakaway goes five hole. I can't remember my email password, but I remember that, and they win that series. I bet you there's a lot of them that remember that just as fondly as the couple. For sure, there's tons of juice. So there. no one's saying that's and, not a cool but, thing. Yeah, but I feel that's the same way with the Leafs and the Bruins. Like the if the Leafs beat the Bruins, it's cooler. God forbid on You'd the way to play a Lord Stanley's team, mug. That would be no. I think that'd be way sweeter. Uh, For sure. Then, well, of course, it would be
1: sweeter. The point isn't sweeter. You're trying to win the Stanley yeah, Cup. Right. or are try, not trying you're to right.
3: write a, a Hallmark movie. But, but the Bruins will always
1: be able to be like, ah, but well, they never beat us? So what if you win the Stanley Cup? Let you're Detroit right. get <laughs> in and beat Detroit in the first round. Get past the first round huh? Yeah.
0: Okay. The the big difference, though, is that you could lose to the same team, but you get to keep your job in the second or the third round. You don't get to keep <laughs> it if you lose it in the first round. You'd like to get deeper. That's an excellent you'd point. You'd like to get so deeper. So that's... The only difference for even a guy like Kyle Dubas is that you, you can't lose in the first round. No,
1: you cannot this year. Or there's changes. You can, they win the President's Trophy and they lose in seven games in overtime. Someone's getting fired.
3: Uh, somebody just texted in and said, if the Leafs win this next game, the, they will have won the Stanley Cup with this winning streak that started if this streak started in April. So there's some great perspective for you.
0: 16 and 2. I can't believe someone actually spent time to think about that. <laughs> 16 and 2. There you go. I appreciate everyone who texts and tweets
1: into um, this, but that is some except useless that one. information. Except that one. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. It's just useless. Yeah. Uh, and somebody. this
3: is the last one I'll read before we get to the weekend predictions here, but Rich says, one-way ticket to Robida Island for Peter Morazic. Don't think that exists anymore now that Lou's gone. Do
1: you think Lou actually has people... Has any extra cachet or pull of the n h l to get things his way, Kipper or did at any point? yes, you do, yes, like he's really got an aura about him and the way his
0: yeah, but that's experience that's been around that's relationships that's um at times maybe taking one for the team or the league and then having a bit of a favor, it, it, it all plays out that way. Do you think he and knows that, where
1: Jimmy Hoff is buried? That, that, that's like anything yes. in
0: life, though. We're not just talking about, you know, NHL. We're talking about life in general. Right. Sometimes there's give and take, and, and Lou's been on the good side of a lot of things. For sure. Do you think he knows where Hoff is buried? I think uh, he, he knows a lot <laughs> in, in, in the New York area.
1: Yeah, I get that vibe, too.
0: That's, they, that's, Lou that's used been... to
1: come to Marley's games yeah. when I worked there, to Marley's practices, and he'd wear a, a hat really low, and he'd like hide in a corner, and he would tried to not let people know that he came to practice. He would like sneak in and like not talk to people. Just wanted his own private viewing. We gotta
0: find. I actually love that. I do too. We gotta find Gomez again. we We're, yeah, we, we're doing oh yeah, for more Lou stories. I'll,
1: I'll dig. I'll dig
3: up uh, Gomez
0: for next. He week. was great last was. time we had him on our show. He was great, but yeah.
3: I, I love the fact of just going there because if the the team knows that Lou's showing up, it's gonna be a completely different thing. Different
1: pace, effort. Everyone's and, yeah.
3: thinking differently, and then he's up there, you know, with his little his coat with the collar popped and the low hat, and yeah. they're 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 you know, you get to see who's trying, who's not.
1: I love that. Me too. All right, boys, what are we thinking this weekend? So the Minnesota Wild coming to town. Actually, no, good offense. They're going there, right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're going to Minnesota. Actually, good offensive team this year. Uh, getting some decent goaltending decors better than expected, I would say, after they made some changes.
0: I don't know. Split this weekend.
1: Yeah, Minnesota-Winnipeg.
0: Can't win every game. Don't get guessing. greedy.
1: <laughs> Which one do you want to give them then? I think Winnipeg's going to be a tough game. On the back-to-back against the Jets in that barn, I think that's a tougher win than Minnesota.
0: How many goals does Blake Wheeler have this year? Is no, don't look. Well, is it Zero. It is a goose egg. Wow. How many games has he played, Kip? If I'm not mistaken, 16, 17. Yeah, that sounds right. What's going on there? Just father time. Yeah. He's getting up Father time is Is undefeated. Is he 34? I don't know I played college
1: hockey against him, so he's got to be at least that. And he played on the Thrashers, so
0: Blake Wheeler did. Did Uh, he? Yeah, I guess. And when you really think about it, it was... Keep Blake Wheeler. Get rid of Patrick Line. Yeah, I think one or the other. Oh, he, well, you couldn't sign both. He couldn't have both long term. Maurice loves those Short-term. guys, eh? Wheeler, loves
1: Wheeler and Shifley?
0: Yes. Yeah. And there's another guy. I don't think he's got three or four goals. Oh. Mark Shifley. I
1: found the uh their their proper page. Yeah. So 17 games, no goals for Blake Wheeler. Shifley has eight points in sixteen games, just two goals. So between Shifley and Wheeler in thirty-three wow, games, they boys. have
0: two goals. Hard to win if your stars aren't
3: stars. And Shifley was like a for a long time talked about as a Team Canada possibility. I doubt he's even
1: on the radar at the moment. No, not with a those chance. Numbers. Uh, Kyle Connor leading the NHL in shots. He's ahead of Ovechkin this year, so he's firing a ton. He's leading their team in goals with fourteen. I mean,
0: st- still think Winnipeg's a tough one for the Leafs. I did. Knowing the, those, uh, knowing those time? numbers out of Shafley and
3: Wheeler. It's that barn. They they hate the Leafs there. It's you know it'll be a rowdy crowd. There'll be a lot of Leaf fans, a lot of Jets fans. I could see the Leafs getting pasted in that game. Second half, to back to back with old tight back Joe Wall going in there. <laughs>
0: oh
1: yeah, Wall has stiffness. That's stiffness. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I had stiffness when I was twenty three, but it didn't keep me out of practice. <laughs> I had no idea where that was going.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what we were you talking about,
2: is this the
0: moment <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you can't leave on a Friday on that note, can you? I think we can. Yeah, I think you have to. We're out of time. Wow, another week. Unreal Kipper and Born. Our thanks, Derek, Randeo, Tech, pushing the right buttons. Our boy, Sammy. JB, Thanks, trust, Bobby. baby. Trust. Trust. We're, we're, hey, we, we got a lot of trust. A lot this week. of love and trust on the Real Kipper and Born show. Enjoy the weekend. Have a safe one. And we'll pick it up on Monday.